0: Hey there, friends. Welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast. My name is Sadie, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tegan. And we are here for the first episode of February, and we're going to be talking all about things you can do, cozy activities to help the winter blues. I think a lot of us are so relieved. January is over. January is one of those months that Can feel like it drags on forever, and then as you get near the end of January into February, you don't have that New Year motivation like powering you through. And for me, anyway, February is really the month where the winter blues hit hard. So we're gonna talk about yeah ways to maybe embrace the winter, the last winter months, and just romanticize winter a little bit, but also just things you can do to cheer yourself up and embrace a little coziness in your life as well. Before we do that, we are going to start with a connection card segment, though. So, Tag, do you want to read us today's connection card?
1: Yes, and we are still in the yellow, so the icebreaker category. This question is, have you ever had a crush on a teacher? What attracted you to them? <laughs> That's an interesting Question? It seems so random compared to the other icebreakers. Yeah.
0: This one feels, yeah, like a slumber party game, not like deep connection. Yeah. I don't think I have, no, I can't think of a teacher I would have had a crush on. I think, well, first of all, my most recent teachers in college were primarily women or Mm. gay. And I wasn't like, usually I'm like attracted to like, this is so bad, but like the douchey like guys, yeah. you know, where I do not have any of that energy, which is toxic energy to be attracted to. But, mm-hmm. And then in high school, I can't think of any teachers either. So no, my answer is no.
1: Yeah, I no, definitely not in high school. We went to the right? same high school. I was like, school, am I forgetting
0: so. somebody? <laughs>
1: no like there were some teachers that people had a crush on but I feel like they were just saying it for the sake of saying Um,
0: it. (laughs) yeah
1: but I did have a crush on some of my professors see I went to film so they were all like men and they were all like older and jaded and kind of grumpy but like also sweet (laughs) so there were definitely so that's what a you're there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there
0: Actually, was I one prof that. in
1: particular, and he's still my friend on Facebook. So, but I, <laughs> I feel like that
0: description precious. sums up Tyrell like kind of yeah. grumpy, but <laughs> yeah, the Luke to the Lorelei. <laughs> yeah. But
1: yeah. There were definitely some. I remember. I don't think it's a thing anymore, but there was a website that was like rate your prof. Oh yeah, yeah. And if the professor was considered hot, there would be like chili peppers beside their name, which I don't even know that this website exists anymore. It was very like millennial, but there were a couple profs that definitely had some chili peppers. So I don't want to say their name (laughs) because I feel like you could Google and then find them. Can you link people?
0: Yeah, yeah they're LinkedIn. Link their Instagrams <laughs> in our show notes, please?
1: Yeah. You can uh, read up on their writings on film. But... <laughs> yeah. All right. But great. what's interesting is that where I went to university for our, I don't know what the word is, not like our program, but like we, like I majored in like film, in but it was a part. Yeah, it was a part of the communications faculty, Faculty, I guess, and they would always have a big Christmas party where everyone who was in the communications as a student or as a prof got to go and they would do karaoke. And so I did Mm. get to like party with a bunch of my profs, which is interesting. So it's like if you wanted to hook up with them, you could (laughs) have. I didn't, but the option was
0: there. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm like blanking on my professors for some reason. I'm just yeah. like, that's so behind me where I can't even think. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't know. Me. My brain is, yeah, <laughs> my brain What's is like. What's funny is there was
1: the one prof who I really liked, and he would always come to this party but be like grouchy about it. So he would, uh, we have one prof who was like really fun and like going crazy, and he would drink tequila fun. sunrises and he would then go sit <laughs> beside this guy who like didn't want to be there and was like grouchy about it and he would always be just like wearing a toque and drinking like a whiskey on the rocks and i was like i like that one <laughs> but i don't even know that he's at that school anymore i don't i haven't kept up with him
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so funny what a fun question we'll definitely post that one on our instagram yeah. So please go follow us on Instagram. We're at our golden twenties and yeah, we'll definitely post this and we want to hear your guys' teacher crush stories. Yeah. Yeah. This one could be so fun. Great. Well, I guess we can
1: dive into talking about cozy activities Mm -hmm. and something that we were just talking about before we started recording was books. So we've been doing a big, like, romanticy read for our book club this month. If you want to hear us, like, talk in more detail about that, our little weekly catch-up thing is going to be up on Friday on our Patreon. So check that out. But I just think that reading is a perfect way to pass the time in the winter. I will always try to read a couple books that are, like, set somewhere tropical so I can just pretend I'm not in the cold and if you join a book club or start your own book club this can be a really great way to like hold yourself accountable to reading to get you out of the house and to like see other people and it's not necessarily that expensive or like you're leaving the house to go get dinner and drinks, because obviously that can be expensive as well. But even just like a night in reading can be really nice. My husband and I have been very into like, having little like reading dates where we're both reading together, but not the same thing necessarily. But we're just like sat side by side reading, we'll pull up like music on youtube or i've discovered whole channels of like book asmr like you're around a campfire whatever it is and so that can be really nice and it's just simple like it can be free you can get books from the library and is obviously an indoor activity so if you're like us where you live somewhere cold it's a way to pass the time without having to be freezing in the outdoors
0: Yeah. I love that so much. I just started learning that reading vlogs exist. And it's kind of what you're Mm. saying, Tay, where it's like people just really cultivate the vibe and like turn this into a cozy activity for them. And especially Mm. through the winter, I feel like that just hits so different. But I love that. And I feel like that really leans into the whole romanticizing an indoor activity, like you were saying. And I don't know, I think you could really like, customize that to be whatever you want it to be. I'm imagining like, you know, lighting candles, having a tea, you know, you're covered in cozy blankets, like, yeah, there's nowhere I would rather be when it's freezing outside or still snowing. And even though it's February or whatever. So I love that so much. And I think too, you said it's like such a good time to read tropical books and transport yourself somewhere warmer. But I feel like even just the winter is such a good time to be reading like any type of fictional book, especially if you're dealing with the winter blues, or just feeling down in the dumps to take yourself out of your current situation and kind of use reading as a form of like escapism. I feel like it's such a fun thing to do. And maybe something worth trying if you're not a big reader, like maybe give that a try. And if you are a reader, maybe this is the time to take on a longer book when you have more time where you're just at home. Maybe that's when you tackle, you know, the Harry Potter series and, you know, a big commitment type of a book. So I don't know. I think, yeah, it could be fun. And another fun thing too is I've been seeing, or I've heard about book clubs, but for cookbooks. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to also throw that out there in case you're like, nope, I don't want to read fiction. I don't want to read Harry Potter. (laughs) I don't want to read a long book. Maybe if you and your friends aren't big readers, maybe you do a cookbook club, which essentially is you guys make like a dish from a cookbook and bring it to a meetup and, you know, kind of review it rather than reading a fictional book or any other type of book, and then like sitting down to review it. I think that can be a really fun spin on a book club as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Sort of related to that, I think the option of trying to improve your cooking can be something really nice to do over the winter while you're at home, whether it's like you're buying yourself a cookbook or you're finding like a blog that you really enjoy or anything like that. And one of my favorite ways to like celebrate and test my cooking is by having a dinner party. And again, this can be something that if you're in a month where you're like, I have nothing to look forward to, the sun sets at 5 p.m., everything's so boring, like plan your own little fun, plan a dinner party for the end of the month. My friends are having a dinner party in two weeks, and they're literally calling it like the winter sucks. So let's party dinner party. Mm -hmm. And you know, you just make your own little magic moment. And it could be a really nice way to like test out any recipes from a cookbook. It can be an excuse to like use any of your nice like dining stuff like Taylor Swift says to lay the table with the fancy shit and it's just a nice way to get your friends together as well and it can be as ambitious or as small as you want it can be just like you and one other person it could be you and like 10 other people you could theme it like I've seen ones where it's like you bring a plus one that no one else knows or whatever it is So there's lots of different options, but it can be fun to just have something that you're working towards and planning on.
0: Yeah, totally. And I love the idea of this can be as big or small as you want. I think you can even apply that logic to what you're serving or like what the menu is. So maybe you're, you know, serving, you're the one doing all the cooking and like providing all the food, all your friends are doing or showing up. Or you could also turn it into like a potluck where everybody brings something so that it's you know, less stress on you as a host, but also just more financially affordable for you as the host. You could also do a full meal or you could just do like a wine and cheese night, or maybe it's just drinks, you know, like maybe you have your friends over for a wine tasting night or a cocktail competition or, you know, something like that. But it's just like you were saying, taking the idea of like a night out and replicating it at home for, less money hopefully or preferably even though hosting is not cheap by any means but but yeah I love that and that's the thing too it's like just being cozy at home even if it's not at your home but someone else's home like it just hits different in the winter and mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's where I want to be the summer is for like drinking sangria on a patio downtown winter is yeah. for at-home dinner parties with like taper candles and red wine you know
1: Yeah, definitely. Sort of related to that, again, there's the idea of like a games night and whether this is like a part of the dinner party, like you're going to do dinner, then games, or if it's just game specific here in Toronto, and I'm sure in lots of other cities, they have like game board cafes, which can be really nice if you're looking for a way to leave the house. And again, it's just like a different kind of activity that's not going out for dinner and drinks that can be a fun way to pass the time while remaining indoors
0: yeah totally it's so funny over the holidays like my family plays a lot of games when we're all together and over the holidays I was realizing how many games we play but how I don't play games with any of my friends and I don't know why that is and like I guess it's just the types of parties and get-togethers I have isn't really like the vibe to sit down and play Yahtzee or play cards, you know, like, yeah, but I feel like having a dedicated night and especially as I'm getting older and I'm like, I don't want to just stand around a beer pong table. all night. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like let's play a game. I feel like a different kind of game. I feel like that's such a power move and something I want to do more of this year. But I think if your friends aren't really into board games or card games, something else you could try is doing like a escape room at home. And there are, like a series of these games from the company called I think it's the company or the series is called exit the game I think it's called exit the game but they have so many and it's literally an escape room in a box it can take multiple hours or some of them are like easy they range in difficulty they range in like different skill sets that you need if it's like this one you need more logic versus this one you need more I don't know. I don't remember the categories, but you kind of get what I'm trying to say here is they really range in skill sets, difficulties, time, lengths that they take. But I feel like this could be really fun. And again, they're like 20 bucks for a game and can have multiple players. So way more affordable than maybe you and your friend signing up for an actual escape room. And then another idea too, is to do like a murder mystery kind of game night too and you can find like free murder mystery packs online or maybe for like a couple dollars kind of thing on Mm -hmm. Etsy or something I don't know but I think this could also be a really fun spin on a game night
1: yeah
0: 100% yeah another really fun activity when it comes to like a night at home but activity-based, I think a paint and sip night could be really fun as well. I've been seeing like people just buying the supplies at Michael's and like blank canvases and just having like a fun paint night with their friends. I think you could, if you're someone like me, who's not super artsy and I would not do well with a blank canvas, you could even just find like paint by number sets and get your friends together, do that. I feel this could also be a really cozy like at-home date night for you and your partner too. And it just like flexes that artistic muscle, you know, that maybe you don't do all that often. So I think this could be a really cozy, fun activity to do, even by yourself, actually. I guess you don't even need Mm -hmm. somebody to just like whip out your paintbrushes or do a paint-by-number, but yeah.
1: Yeah, we had a girl in our book club who said that she was invited to her friend's house for paint and sip. And mm. so she went over and then her friend was painting her house and was like, yeah. hey, here's your glass of wine. Get to painting. Yeah. That killed me.
0: <laughs> That's very funny. I would have been pissed if I was a friend. Yeah, I me like, too. Hey, you could have <laughs> gave me a heads up. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Too funny. Yeah. I know we were talking about like cooking and dinner parties, but there's something about baking that is so therapeutic and cozy to me especially if it's like you know baking something sweet that you can enjoy with like a cup of tea on a snowy day I think this could be a great time to get into baking and again if you haven't done this before like just start with like Pinterest you know looking up like easy ideas minimal ingredients start with like muffins brownies cookies you know Mm -hmm. and then maybe if you are experienced at baking or if you're like trying a new recipe every week kind of thing and you can like spice things up and try to take it a little bit more advanced. But I enjoy baking and it's just something to like do with my hands. I've said this so many times on the podcast, but I love cooking and baking because I find it very therapeutic. Like I'm just really focused on what I'm doing since it's like very like hands-on activity. So wanted to shout that out as well. And Maybe it's something you like bake and then have people over to enjoy or you like maybe give some to your neighbors or your friends, your coworkers, take it to the office or just sit at home and enjoy it yourself while you're doing some of the other activities that we're chatting through if it's reading a book or whatever.
1: Yeah, and this is especially good if you like don't have air conditioning because it can be very hot to be running your oven in the summer Whereas it's like the opposite in the winter where it gives you like that cozy kitchen vibe.
0: Right. I was like, where are you going with this tag? <laughs> I was like, I don't have air you know, conditioning. What? hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. And it just smells so cozy. Like, yeah. regardless what you're baking, it's just like that sweet, baked, good smell in your house. It makes it instantly cozy and homey. So yeah, that's funny. Very true, though. I actually don't do any baking in the summer. It's very much like a fall winter activity Mm -hmm. for me.
1: Yep, definitely. I think another sort of like obvious way to get out of your house and try and pass some time in the winter is by taking a class. And there are a bunch of different types of classes you can take. Sadie and I just went to a candle making class which was super fun, obviously, like indoor, again, really cozy, and just something different. And, you know, not something that you necessarily would want to be doing in the summer, but just a nice way to like spend your time indoors in the winter.
0: Yeah, totally. We did our class with Candle Artistique, I think you say it. And it was so fun because Yeah, it was like a cozy activity, but it was so customizable to be like, I get to make my own candle. Like that's just an experience I've never had before. So if you're curious, like how it worked, we were picking, we picked out three different scents that we would then combine together. So a base note, middle note, and a top note. And they had like, I don't know, maybe five to seven like options for each category of notes that we had to pick and yeah you just got to mix and match you could literally mix and match any that you wanted and create like your custom scent so it's like yes the activity was fun but to now bring that candle home you also got to pick out like the container that it goes in you got to choose a name for it they printed a really pretty label for it it has a pretty like lid for it So it's like to bring that home now and be like, this is a custom made by me. Like Mm -hmm. it's the scents I wanted, the ones I liked, the ones I chose. I don't know. It just makes it like I'm somebody who burns candles all the time through the winter, but this just feels even more special since I made it myself. So definitely recommend that because it's, yeah, the activity was fun, but having this candle to like remind me of the memories and take pride in my creation is just the absolute best. I love it.
1: Yeah. You can also like, if you're taking a class like we did where you can craft your scent, craft like a cozy winter scent. Mm -hmm. And then it just like adds to the vibe of being home. So yeah, I agree. It was super fun. I think we're going to have a link in the description. If you want to book a class, like if you're in Toronto at candle, but It was just a very fun way to spend an evening. Like we went on a weeknight and it was like, yep, this is what, you know, January, February is all about.
0: 100%. I think outside of candle making, there's so many other classes to sign up for. And maybe it's a one-time class that you just want to like go try it out. Or maybe it's also like signing up for like a six-week program for a class. So I'm thinking of things like my friend did like an archery class, but there's also like more artsy things like a pottery class or even like painting classes or you know more reoccurring things that you like come back and keep building off of something but i and then turning that kind of like activity into an actual hobby that you incorporate into your day to day or your weekly schedule, I think there's just something really great about that because again it's like. Having that appointment to get you out of the house, but it's also a way to meet new people, like-minded people. Something we get asked all the time is, how do I make new friends, especially in my 20s or if I just moved to a new city? And this is one of the best ways to do it is by signing up for a class, going by yourself, maybe with a friend, but by yourself and putting yourself out there and just chatting with people while you try something new.
1: Yeah, definitely. And sort of related is any type of like fitness classes. Last winter, I made it like a personal goal to try an aerial yoga class. And even hot yoga during the winter can be so nice. I swear that when I moved to Toronto, this was like what got me through the first couple winters here because our winters in Toronto are very like windy and chilly, like it chills you to the bone. And the only thing that got me through was going and like laying like a little lizard in these hot yoga classes. And obviously, it's positive to keep your body moving. I find this time of year, if I'm not purposeful with it, I will just like sit all day because I don't want to leave my house. So I will just Mm -hmm. like sit at my desk, sit on my couch. Sit in my bed. So it's obviously nice to get out into the world, get fresh air, and then do a class where you're moving your body. But even just like the heat feels so nice. It's like a sauna, basically. And there are lots of studies about how great sitting in saunas are for you. And it's just like one of my essentials for winter. And I don't have a membership. I know that that can be expensive, but even just going every once in a while, or finding a place that has like a free first class, whatever it is, can just be really nice.
0: Yeah. And I feel like the narrative around working out in January, is like, hit the gym, hit the weights, Mm -hmm. like do the hit class, you know, like, it's on a mission to work out where I think changing that, especially when if you're going through a tough time with the winter blues, or just feeling down in the dumps, changing your perception around working out to be like, I just need to move my body. I feel like mm. yoga is a great place to start. I'm incredibly biased, I know, but I think <laughs> that's such a great place to start is just stretching, essentially. And obviously, yoga, there's a lot more to it. But if you're not wanting to do an actual workout, like look into different types of yoga classes, like there's mm. half a yoga, which is a lot slower paced than like a vinyasa flow, but still does You know, quite a few different stretches and focuses on your breath and movement, but in a way less intense way than Vinyasa Flow does. Or look into a yin yoga class. Those are typically non heated, but it's like so stretchy. And again, if you're doing it in a class setting, just the act of leaving your house, getting Mm -hmm. outside, you know, going somewhere, maybe socializing with people and just moving your body in some way, shape, or form, like that's the win that we will take. So, I think just wanted to throw that out there is move your body, but if you're going through a tough time, don't put your pressure on yourself to like make it to the gym, go for a run, Mm -hmm. do all these high intensity type of workouts, like a little yoga with Adrienne always says a little goes a long way and that can't be more true.
1: Yep, 100% sort of the flip side to doing hot yoga because it's cold outside and you're hot is to do like winter specific sports. I know this is a big part of like yoga, which, yeah, yeah, we have full episodes diving more into that, but it's kind of just like, how do you, you know survive the winter how do you make yourself love winter and it's like you embrace winter and Mm -hmm. so whether it's like you take up skiing or snowboarding or hockey and you're like these are the things I'm doing to celebrate winter that can be a big difference and then obviously again it's like the physical activity getting you out of your house getting sunshine if it's an outdoor sport even like running I find that If you try and start running in the summer, it can be quite difficult if it's very hot. Where sometimes, obviously, depending on your weather, if it's, like, very icy, probably (laughs) not the best time to, like, try your first ever run. Or if it's, like, there's four feet of snow outside. But the way we are in Toronto right now, it's chilly, but, like, our sidewalks are clear. So I'm like, this could be a good time to be trying running. As compared mm-hmm. to in the summer when it's 40 degrees and you're like sweating your guts out. So,
0: yeah. Before January, I had never run in the winter. And mm-hmm. to my sisters, I was like, you guys are crazy for running in the winter. Like, especially right. there in Quebec where winter hits, like true yeah. winter hits, where Toronto, we don't really get, even if it's snowy, like it's not uh-huh. the same as in uh-huh. Quebec. But now I said to my sister, I never thought I would look at the weather forecast and see minus 10 degrees and be like, oh my God, that's perfect for a run. But you just feel so much better than running in the summer. Like you were saying, Teg. like the heat and humidity just becomes way too much in the summer. So I've been really enjoying running in the winter. I think if you're not vibing with these workout ideas, but you still want a destination to go to, to leave your house, I think something else that could be really fun and cozy and an indoor activity outside your house would be going to a museum I know here in Toronto we have so many different museums that I haven't even been to I've been to the ROM and Mm. that's probably it (laughs) the Beta Shoe Museum like I don't know we have so many that I just haven't been to before so if it's art museums if it's like history museums or more immersive like experience museums I think there's something in every town even thinking back to our hometown which was extremely small we still had a museum so it's like go Mm -hmm. check that out you just need to get yourself out of the house to get there but once you're there it can just be like a cozy indoor activity so just wanted to throw that on the list and also a movie night i tegan and i laugh about this because i'm not a movie person like i never go to the movies where tegan is at the movies all the time so Mm -hmm. I just went to the movies to see Mean Girls in a few weeks ago in January and every time I go to the movies I'm like I absolutely love this like it's just such a cozy night out like everybody goes in their sweat sets you're eating popcorn like it's just cozy you know but I don't do it that often so in case you're somebody like me who needs to be reminded that the movies exist you need to go because it's always a great time.
1: Yeah. I love going to the movies. It can be very cozy too. Like I yeah. we go quite a bit. So I have like different vibes for different movies, <laughs> but sure. sometimes it's like, if you're seeing an artsy movie, there's nothing better than like skipping the popcorn and pop instead getting like a big cup of tea yeah. and like a chocolate bar and just getting all cozy watching your movie. And especially like February. When a lot of the Oscar movies are out, this can be a great way to see like some of the best movies of the entire year. And a lot of like the foreign movies, if they're selected for the Oscars, they're in theaters now. When obviously, depending on where you are, it can be a lot harder to see some of those movies. And so I do always love that. It's obviously a great like date night idea because you're like cuddled up in the dark, but alternatively, also an at home movie night can be really mm-hmm. nice and it's the same thing whether it's like you're making a big bowl of popcorn and buying all your favorite snacks or you're making a big pot of tea and getting cozy in your pajamas and blankets it's just a nice way to like spend an evening or spend a weekend and especially nowadays you can get like any type of movie you want pretty much on demand in your home so it can be yeah
0: lovely Yeah, I was just having flashbacks of going to rent a movie with my parents or my grandparents. That was the best. You'd walk into like a variety store, pick out your movie. Mm -hmm. You would like, mom would be like, okay, like you can pick out a bottle of pop and a bag of chips. And it's like, oh my God, like it just felt like the best, but it's like, let's bring that energy and like vibe back just to like choose a movie, maybe on Netflix, but maybe even like rent a movie. I know I just uh, have been, paying for my Apple TV subscription for like the first time ever. So I've been like the movies I can rent on here are literally endless. Like I can find anything on here. So I've been renting movies on my Apple TV and like enjoying that so much. Maybe it's like a good time to watch some of the classics. Again, this is something I'm doing where people are always like, Oh my God, you haven't seen that. And I'm always Mm -hmm. like, no, because I haven't seen any movies. So I'm just using the winter to Start tackling that list of movies that I've always said I've wanted to see and really cultivating that I'm renting it energy that I always loved so much as a kid.
1: Yeah, it's the best. Even like yeah. obviously having a TV show night, if that's something you want to do, it can be similar vibes, but just like cultivating the at home Environment is key. Like, we used to have a pull out couch, and every once in a while, we would like pull it out and Mm -hmm. make it like a full bed, and then be like cozy on the bed watching the movie. And it's like, that's just
0: the vibe sometimes. Yeah. Even if it's just bring your duvet from your bed to your couch, you know, like, you don't probably don't do that every day. Maybe you do. I don't know. But yeah, just find a way to make it special. I love that. Yeah. I was also just thinking about this is going in so many directions, but how I got here was when I would sleep over at my grandparents' house as a kid, we would also rent, like, PlayStations and, like, gaming systems from, like, Blockbuster. So that's where my mind went. Then I started thinking about how I recently found this girl on Instagram. I think her handle's Cozy K. And she also is on YouTube. I've watched some of her vlogs as well. But she's a hobby influencer, which means she just makes videos doing her hobby. She has her little hobby room in her house that is so cozy. And I don't know, she just really leans into having hobbies as an adult. She's actually one of, I need to like keep researching her, but Mm. she's somebody I'm like, maybe we should have her on the podcast as a guest because I think everybody's like, yeah, how do I start hobbies? How do I find hobbies as an adult? Once you're not a kid and don't have like those extracurricular after school activities going for you. But anyways, all of this to say how I found her, I was telling Tegan actually, I saw a reel on Instagram where she had like completely customized the Sims house where it was like Mm. all custom content. And I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. But to see her talk about Sims and like spend hours customizing a Sims house to look like something a real human would actually live in. For me, I often think that's such a waste of time. Like when I do it, I'm like, I just killed a whole day playing Sims, you know, I just, I don't know, wasted a whole day playing. I don't play games on like Xbox anymore, but back when I did, it just felt like, I don't know. There's like a negative vibe around it, but I wanted just to like randomly throw that on the list too, where I think you could change your mindset around it. And again, I think there's maybe a fine line between using it as a form of escapism, but it's same to what I was saying about reading earlier around, you know, escaping into a fictional world reading. I feel like you could do that with some cozy video games as well. If it's Sims, if it's Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, A Story of Seasons, like all of those are such cozy games that I think you Mm -hmm. could really lean into this time of year.
1: Yeah, I love a good cozy game. I have a Switch And Mm -hmm. like just researching on TikTok, there's like so many recommendations for cozy games. And so often if I'm ever sick and like called in sick to work, I will buy myself a new cozy game and be like, okay, this is my day. I'm going to sit on the couch and just play this cozy game.
0: But yeah,
1: it can be super nice.
0: Yeah. And it's just like constantly battling that voice in your head telling you it's not productive you know I feel like Mm -hmm. that's maybe why I have a hard time being like oh I just wasted a whole day playing Sims." but it's like that's okay like it's okay to shut your brain off and just lay on the couch and play sims for a day like I don't know changing your mindset around that and embracing the cozy slow pace for a day or two you
1: just reminded me I saw this video I think on tiktok where it was like if you're someone who hates winter is it because you're trying to be like live your summer life in the winter it's like you hate winter and it's like why oh I woke up at 5 a.m to go to the gym and it was so dark and so cold and then you know I did this did that and it's like Well, maybe in winter, you need to just change your mindset about these things. And you're not waking up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. And you're not spending every moment trying to be productive, trying to get in shape, trying to look your best. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're spending the time to like regroup, to journal, to do like yoga on YouTube video. Yeah, to play Sims, honor your inner child. And I was like, you're right. Like, what are we trying to prove by... Like keeping that vibe going through the, through the darkest, coldest months. Like the earth is sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can sleep too. It's fine. And so I should have said that at the beginning, but you just reminded me of it. Yeah, now. <laughs> no,
0: no, I think that's great. And that's it. And it's like, yeah, what are we trying to prove? And also like, we just need to yeah, be gentle and kind to ourselves when we're going through it mm-hmm. and rest when we need it or when. You know, like you said, the universe is providing that time for us so that when it does come summer, we're like rested and ready yeah, to go. Ready. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: Definitely, sort of related to that, I guess, is the idea of like an at home spa day, whether this is like a full day dedicated to that or you have like little spa activities that you spread throughout the winter. But we both love a good bath, especially in. The winter when it's cold bubble mm-hmm. bath can be awesome face masks obviously we've talked before about how your skin can get very dry in the winter so any kind of surf spa activity that brings that hydration there i just did like a foot mask because obviously mm-hmm. i don't want to do that in the summer And then have like nasty peeling feet when I'm wearing sandals everywhere. But the winter, no one's seeing my feet. It's the ideal time. Same with doing like a pedicure, anything like that. This is a good time to be just like chilling at home, relaxing and working towards like glowing yourself up without, you know, forcing yourself to go to the gym at 5am. I love that.
0: And then again, it's like you glow up. So when it's summer, spring... You're just feeling ready for it, you know, and can emerge back into the world and start (laughs) up your social life. And yeah. yeah, that's it. That's
1: all we had. Yay. Like we said, we are going to put a link to the candle making class we took in Toronto. So if that's something you're interested in, feel free to check that out. And as we also said, we did a whole little deep dive into talking about, the books I've been reading, as well as Sadie's dating life currently, and so that's going to be exclusive on our Patreon. We're releasing little baby weekly checkup things on Fridays. So if that's of interest to you, check that out. You can also check us out on social media. We're at Our Golden 20s and we're on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Spotify, YouTube. We are posting all of these episodes as videos on our YouTube channel. So if you are a person who likes to watch their episodes, you can see all that good stuff there. And we drop a new episode every Tuesday. So make sure you're following and subscribe to us. So you see when those new episodes drop. That's everything for this week. Thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday. Bye.